What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the third episode of the Mamba Minds podcast. With me today, I got a good buddy of mine named Joel Ewing. He's one of the brothers uh, in our fraternity, Alpha Sig, and he's going to be on for uh, a couple episodes. And we're going to get more into his story in the next episode, so be sure to check that out when it posts. But without further ado, I'll let uh, Joel introduce himself. What's going on, everyone? So as Brad said, my name is Joel. I come from a small town in Illinois that no one has ever heard of. Went to Serena High School, go Huskers. So I, I came to IUPUI to study exercise science, and that's pretty much it. But I'll get more into my backstory in the next episode, so I hope everyone comes back to give that a listen. Well, Joel, we're uh, happy to have you. So this episode, I kind of wanted to start it off with something that is a little different than I've been doing in the past couple episodes. Um, very recently, I've been starting to do something that I've been trying to make a routine. Uh, every morning lately, I have this app that sends me a quote every morning. And very recently, I've started to read these quote cards every morning, try and get myself in like a good headspace, set myself up for you know a good productive day. And the, the one that I'm going to speak on, uh, it kind of it came to my phone, I think it was like three or four days ago. But it hit me pretty deep. It was um, a quote that I had to read a few times before it, like the full effect kind of kind of hit me. So it reads, um, happiness cannot be traveled to, owned, earned, worn, or consumed. Happiness is the spiritual existence of living every moment with love, grace, and gratitude. So I said this quote to Joel before we started, and we both recognize that there's a lot that goes into it. So we're going to kind of break it up and handle it like one part at a time. So after I read this quote, um, it was in my mind the entire day. So as the day went on, uh, I started to like look up more about it. Um, and I came across this study that I read about these Harvard students that interviewed a group of people. Um, about life itself and what are things they're looking to get out of life. So they interviewed three different groups. One of the groups was a young, was young people, you know, like early teens. Uh, they interviewed millennials and older couples. So when they interviewed the millennials, they found out that around 80% wanted to be rich and have like financial success. And 50% of the millennials wanted to be famous. And then they interviewed the younger group and those numbers were kind of switched, like 80% wanted to be famous, 50% wanted to be rich. And after interviewing the, the older group, the most common answer they had was, was love, like the intangible things, like not something you can see or touch, like not a new car, not a big house, just, you know, like spending a day with your family and having a great day with your best friend, something like that, like not necessarily a tangible asset but a spiritual asset. And, you know, that's one thing that I've been trying to instill in myself and I'm sure you as well. Um, not getting so caught up in the things in life that you miss the moments, like the memories are the things that post these college years, post any of the years that you have, you have the memories, you know, like when you go to college, you have the memories of your childhood. The memories are things that stick with you forever. So it's important to live those up because you never know when it's like the last time you'll have with someone or the last time you'll do something. So 
the memories are the things that stick. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Like when I was younger, I always wanted to, you know, have, you know, drive a nice car when I was older, have a lot of money, be able to buy a nice house, support a family. But now I'm, I mean, I know I'm really young, but like throughout the years that I've grown up and more, like got more mature, I've realized that none of that matters at all. As long as you have people around you that support you and that love you and that have your back, like none of that stuff matters at all. Definitely. And like success is always subjective, you know, it's like every person and like my definition of success is different than your definition of success. And like every single person that is listening to this, like we all have different versions of where you're like, okay, I made it. So when you kind of look into that quote where it says like happiness can't be traveled to or owned, you realize like how fleeting happiness truly is, you know, like, for example, I'll hear a lot of people say, I'd be much happier if I was on the beach or in the mountains. And like to an extent that can happen. But when you are talking about a place where within yourself, like you wake up every morning and you have captured pure happiness within yourself or peace, like that's not predicated upon a moment or a location. Like, so when you compare that to the study I talked about uh, and like how when you're young, everybody wants to be rich, everybody wants to be famous and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, like, you know, chase that bag, like do your thing. Cause you are going to end up needing, you know, like financial success. Like when you have a family and, you know, it's all good, but I think the total outtake from that uh, study was when you get older, the things you want in life aren't the tangible things like your priorities kind of change, you know? So you kind of look at, you know, like if I, like Joel said, if you have those people around you, if you have your family, like if your family's happy and healthy, those are the things you can't touch. Cause when your family isn't healthy or you're going through some shit, like you're not happy, you know? So like uh, I talked to Joel the other day and like he said, like, something along the lines of like, you know, happiness is kind of a thing that's not always looked upon in yourself. Like, I'm sure those weren't the exact words, but it was something along those lines. And um, you don't really look for, a lot of people don't look for happiness within oneself. We look for a lot of things that are outside. And, you know, I'm the first person to kind of own that because when I see a friend or I see like anyone in like family, and I see they're not 100%. I'm sure anyone that knows me knows I throw everything at them. You know, I like drown them in compliments. Like everything's going to be okay. Uh, everything's going to be all right. And like, I'll do gifts for them. I'll do like something to show them I care. And like, that'll give them like, you know, a brief moment of like, okay, they care. But if they're not truly happy, there's nothing you can truly do to um, like, get them to that point. Like it's not until you get back within yourself and find that, like know you're good within yourself. That's when you become truly happy. Like it's always an inside job. Yeah. Like when I was younger, I, I would always talk to people, make sure that they were doing okay. And I was always the one that was in a good mood, you know, like always ready to do something, go out, have fun and all this. And, you know, always trying to, bring people's uh, happiness love. levels, you yeah. know, bring, make them happy. And just recently I started 
realizing like I was so busy focused on how they were doing that I didn't really take a look, you know, take a step back and realize how I was doing. And yeah, and you can it, you can lose yourself like a hundred percent. And like when you look at someone and you know how much you want for them and like you know they're not good, you know they're not a hundred percent. So like like you're very similar to me. Like me and you are the exact same person on the inside. <laughs> like when I look at someone, like whether it be you, a brother, any close friend, any family member, anything like that, like I look at them and I know they're not fully like their smiles a little different. Like you can pick up on those things. Right, yeah. And you just want to like go up, give them a hug, tell them everything's gonna be okay, like drown them with this happiness. But like that, like I said, like that gives them uh like like a moment of peace but the moment like their mind moves to something else or they close their eyes at night and wake up like that hole might still be there and yeah like happiness can be tied to it like it happiness or peace can give you a moment of clarity like it can be tied to a moment or a memory that when you think of you're like oh like that is a memory i'll never forget or something that puts a smile on your face and like that gives you that brief moment but when you're talking about fully sustaining personal happiness that's got to be an inside job like it's not no one else can teach you that you know yeah. so and like the beautiful thing about um about personal like happiness is like you can grow that like you can you can grow anything in your life like like that's the beautiful thing about growth whether that be in the midst of uncertainty challenge religion love like you get to make that decision to grow you know like the same way you can make the decision to grow you can make that decision not to grow so like it's interesting like i was talking to a fraternity brother the other day and like i'm not gonna say who it was but he was like man like it's crazy like i've been my absolute best self in 2020 with everything going on last year and like all this crazy shit that's happening in the world like I've grown, I'm growing and like everyone else is like, man, this year fucking sucks. But he's like, 2020 is my greatest year. And like, you know, like me being me, I'm like, dude, that's amazing to hear. Warm my heart. But it got me thinking like when you're faced with shit that you can't control and you make that decision to kind of grow, it like trims the fat, you know, around like what you're looking at. It zooms in on such a level that like the challenge it is what it is, but if you wake up every day and tell yourself, like, I'm going to be intentional about my growth, that when you change the way you think and change your perspective, like, the opportunity for growth is truly, like, fucking limitless, man. Like, yeah. you can you can go through anything. Like, Yeah, yeah. I've, been, I, I've been trying to work on myself lately, like, you know, thinking happy thoughts. I've been going to the gym, trying to better, you know, my physical appearance as well as you know, how I'm feeling on the inside. And it's just hard seeing people so upset with, you know, either their physical appearance or, you know, shit that they're dealing with within their family, within their friends, within their relationship. And, uh, you know, I've been working on myself and I, I see the progress, you know, I feel better about myself and just trying to push that on other people, you know, you know, go work on yourself, go figure out who you are, go figure out what you're about. It, it's hard because they don't, 
they haven't experienced it yet, so they don't really know yeah, how to go about it. And everything we've said, like, it's just us just speaking. Like, it's easier said than done a million percent because, like, Joel and I still struggle to this day about, like, finding happiness within ourselves because we wear our heart on our sleeves. We both do. So it's, like, it's easier for people who, you know, like, they know they got themselves, like, they're good. But when you're someone like me and Joel – when we see someone we truly care about and we truly want the world for that, you know, is going through the fucking ringer, like going through hell and trying to find themselves, but trying to make sure everything else is good. Like we pick up on those things and it's, we don't necessarily know how to, like, it's so hard to handle that. Like you don't, you don't know how to help someone necessarily except for show them you're there and show them like, no matter what, man, like, I got you. Like, we're going to get through this together. And it, it's hard for people to, like, tr- you know, like, one of my buddies, I just met him a couple months ago, and I I can pick up on when, you know, he's not feeling like he, he doesn't feel like he wants to hang out with everyone and he doesn't want to be social. And I, I talked to him, I think it was last night, and I was like, hey, like, if you ever need to talk, just let me know. And he was like, yeah, I just, I'm not used to talking to people about things. And I, I totally get that because I'm the same way. Like, I don't really like expressing my feelings to people because I don't feel like putting that burden on them to feel mm-hmm. bad for me. And I, you know, I'm not asking for pity or anything. And I just want people to know that if they ever need to talk about anything, I'll be there for them. And I hope that they will be there for me when I need to talk about things. Yeah, and, like, as a French perspective, like, an outside perspective, when you notice those things, like, don't deal with that quietly, you know? Like, that's the mistake that I've made in my life is seeing someone kind of go through that and try to fix it on my own without asking them or... Because when you show someone you care, like, to me personally, when someone... For me, like you say, like, it's, it's hard for you to open up someone. But when someone comes up to me like, and they see I'm not good. And like, you know, they show they're there. I'll open up. Like, I'll tell you every single thing that's on my mind. Like once you prove to me, like you have my best interests, like, and you would go to war for me. Like you would, you do like, you would, you know, like you'd go to hell and back. Like you would try your best to make sure I got a smile on my face. Like once you do that for me, like I would do that for you in an instant. And as it, like a friend's perspective, when you notice that, let them know, like, you're not alone. And like that, a lot of people suffer in silence because for that same reason, like they don't want to put their burden on someone else. So if you notice those things, like, and that kind of brings me to um, my next point, like um, there's, there's a million people kind of dealing with like a similar situation in life, but they deal with them completely different. And you can relate it to that quote, like we all got problems, but what makes us different is how we solve them. And especially in COVID, you know, like this pandemic has brought everyone a million, um, a ton of problems, a ton of hardships and like millions of reasons to grieve. And like me and you both agree, like 2020, probably not the greatest year for the world, let alone yeah. ourselves. <laughs> Yeah. And at some point, like when I was battling everything I've been kind of going through super recently, like 
I was telling myself, like, you know, you it's cool to grieve. Like, when something hurts you, it hurts you. So grieving is okay. But at some point, there comes that moment where you look at yourself and you got to say, like, all right, like, let's get up. Let's go to work. Like, let's get this going. And after that grieving is done, you know, like, make a purpose out of it. You know, like, make it make it mean something, you know, like, and you know, the Eric Thomas quote, I don't know if you listen to Eric Thomas, but like, he's known for his, like, as bad, if you, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. But he also has another quote, like, if you're going to be in pain, get a reward from it, you know, like, make it mean something. Nothing can keep you down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, look at your options you got whenever you go through something, because, you know, giving up should never be won. And the hardest thing to do is approach a problem with a different perspective and just see it for what it is. Like nothing big, not like not bigger, not like just see the problem as it is nothing more, nothing less. And one of the biggest challenges you can do in life is I'm sure like you'll agree with me on this. Like is when you have to pivot your thoughts, your ambitions, like your love, your reason why you do what you do, like reason why you do things, like not only pivot to refine yourself, but pivot to refine significance, you know, like have to go through something in your life and you're like, okay, like that altered a lot of things. So here we go. Like, yeah. Like when something big comes up and it just hits you out of nowhere and you weren't expecting it, you weren't ready for it. And you have to completely alter how you think about things and how you go about your day. It's just, it's difficult and I know a lot of people are going through it and you just have to push, you just have to push through it because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you might be able to fix it, but a majority of the time you're not going to be able to, you can't do anything about it. That's just, you know, the way life goes and you just got to push through it and yeah. do better. So I was talking to um, this one person, Macy gave me this quote and like a while back and it's something I've never forgotten. So Macy, if you're listening to this, like, this is the quote, like, you can't move past something if you don't go through it. Like, that was a quote uh, I heard her say like a while back. And like, whenever anything shit, like any shit gets hard, I was like, she's fucking right. Like, she, you really can't. And that tie, kind of ties back to like the friend outside perspective. Like, you never truly know what someone is struggling with like it could even be like a mental illness like anxiety depression anything like that but you never know like where their head's at or what wars they're fighting like it could be someone else's that they're trying to really help it could be their own like you never truly know so like when you have to repivot and kind of find significance and you're like down so bad like you don't even know what's real what's fake anymore and you're just kind of existing like i'm sure everyone has felt that where you're just going through the days like you don't feel anything. You're just there. No, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. I, I felt like that before where, you know, you just wake up and you're like, all right, what do I do now? You know, yeah. like you don't, you don't have any plans. You don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. And you just go throughout the day. You're just sitting in your bed and you're like, well, I could go do this. And then nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And you keep, you keep telling yourself like, okay, let me get to this part. Like you wake up and you're like, okay, let me get, let me get to the afternoon. Let me get right. through this. And you get to that and you're like, okay, let me, let me get through this part of my day. No, that was like, even this morning I woke up and I was like, I woke up probably about nine o'clock. I 
was like, shit, I didn't want to wake up at nine o'clock. I wanted to wake up at noon. So that way I could get up, you know, take this bandage off my tattoo so I can finally clean it. Cause you know, it's been a couple of days and that shit needs to be cleaned. And I woke up at nine and I was like, man, I don't, what do I do now? Yeah. You know, I could have woke up, went and worked out, could have woke up, you know, cleaned my room, did some laundry, but I just went back to sleep and I was like, all right. Yeah. And I woke up a couple hours later, it was noon. I was like, all right, it's, you know, it's time to start my day. When I could have started at, at nine o'clock and got a bunch of shit done and then took a shower and, you know, took that bandage off and got my day started. And when, like, you're down bad, man, like, when shit's hurting you, you don't want to do nothing. Like, you oh, you wake up and you're like, fuck, like, I just want to be sleeping again. You get up, you brush your teeth, and you're just like, like, I know you know the feeling with everything, man. Like, you yeah. just don't. You don't want to do anything. You just, you like, wake someone up. will walk up and smack the shit out of you, and you <laughs> let them do it, because... Cause you don't, you, yeah. You just like, I don't even, like, I'd rather not feel anything than feel this, you know? Like, yeah. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Like anything you're feeling, man. Like, and honestly, like one of the, all right, two of the biggest things that have helped me is honestly working out. Cause I, I got my buddy, Paul, shout out to Paul. Ali. He, even though majority of the time he doesn't want to go work out and I got to take 30 minutes out of my day to drag his ass out of bed and, you know, get him to work out with me. But, you know, once he gets down there, he enjoys himself. And I know he'd do the same for me if I wasn't, you know, feeling it. You know, we just hit the gym and that's all you think about is, you you know, you're making yourself better. You quit thinking yeah. about all the bullshit that's going on. And it, another thing that's really helped me is music. Like, just even if it's sad music, it just... Never get a it, better lift than when you're listening it, to sad-ass shit, bro. <laughs> I promise you that. Like... I know a lot of people hate on country music, but I fucking, <laughs> I love country music. And just like, even on my way over here before, you know, I got here, I was just fucking cranked the volume, just practically screaming at the road, yeah. you know, screaming these lyrics. And it just, there's, you know, there's sad music, there's happy music, there's, you know, let's get fucked up music, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, you, you gotta find your outlet. Like, yeah. You, Anyone, like no matter what you're going through, like everyone, no one's life is perfect. No one life, no one's life is just a straight upsling. And if Absolutely it is, I not. fucking want your life. <laughs> yeah, but no, I feel that. When you you find an outlet, like I'm same as you, like mine is going to the gym, mine is listening to music. Like I couldn't tell you how many times I've put on sad music when I'm in the shower and I'll sit there and I'll fucking yell it in the shower. And my roommates <laughs> will come up and kind of be like, dude, are you are you good? <laughs> like you're screaming. One less lonely girl by Justin Bieber <laughs> in the shower, like, bro, don't let, don't hate, like, dude, that's me. another thing. Fucking throwback music, dude. That 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 gets me hype. Like, let me do my thing. Let me cope with this shit. Fucking no good. one by Alicia Keys, dude. I'll scream that every <laughs> single time it comes on the radio. That's a, that's a gem. That's a gem. <laughs> but yeah, like knowing your outlet, knowing what can get you to do things, because the worst thing to do, like, and it's a hundred percent easier said than done. When Life's got you back up against the wall and it's kicking the shit out of you. And you don't know what to think. You don't know what to do. Like, no, realize the things that make you happy and realize the things that you don't want to do life without. Like, even if it's, if, even if you lost something or I'm going like a family member, relationship, friendship, if anything is down bad and you know 
like, okay, the gym is my outlet, you know? Make sure you have time for that. Like, don't sit in your room and just sit in your head because that does nothing for nobody. That's only going to create false, um, I can't even think of the word, like false images in your head of what what's going on. You'll think the worst because, you know, everyone does it. You got to make sure you keep yourself busy, but also give yourself that time to think about it and help push yourself to, you know, under, not understand it, but I'll be okay with it. You know, like it's one thing to, well, you'll never understand something that happens. And like, we'll touch a little bit more on that in a minute, but it's trusting that it's for the right reasons is what I guess we're kind of getting at with yeah. it. You just, you got to find your motivation to go do things. Like my motivation for working out is this is how I always think about it. I, I you know, it might seem weird to people, but when I wake up, I, you know, I feel dirty. You know, I need a shower. Yeah. So the way I think about it is why would I shower twice in one day when I can shower once? So, you know, I want to go get my workout in before I shower, but that doesn't mean that I want to fucking sit in my own filth till six o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, holy shit, I just woke up at 9 a.m. I feel disgusting. I want to go work out so that way I can get my shower and start my day. And if you're having trouble with working out, you or not even working out, just finding an outlet to feel good about yourself. You have to find that motivation that drives you to do whatever it is that makes you happy. Yeah. And like, that's, that's a great point. Like knowing, like, even if you have to ask people, like if you have no outlet and you're like, I don't know what the fuck to do. You just got to ask questions. Yeah. Like find that person that, you know, like, you know, that got you be like, okay, when you're faced with hardship, what do you do? Like, what, what is your outlet? Like, how do you not drive yourself nuts? You know? Yeah. Cause when you say in your head, you're going to drive yourself fucking insane. And like uh, one yeah. thing you got to remember is like, like at the end of the day, life is like a fucking game, you know, like, like people have their hidden agendas, people troll you like that stuff, you know, like when you get older, it kind of, you know, it doesn't really affect you because you know what your purpose is, but like, bet on yourself like do the things that make you happy like at knowing at the end of the day like you got yourself like you know it sucks when you have to go through absolute hell to realize like what you got and like you know like um what's it called like bringing you back down to earth like you know what i'm saying like when you go through yeah. something and it's like a reality check i guess and you're like okay like i know i got these people that's Cause it's only through dark times when you know who really has your back and they'll help lift you up when your head drops and you're feeling sorrow. Yeah. So like there was this lyric, I asked Joel about it earlier. We still don't know the <laughs> rapper. So if you can tell me the fucking rapper, it's going to save me a lot of headache. So his lyric is, uh, you can have a million friends that you'll tell the success stories to, but when shit hits the fan and you can only think of a few names to call, those are your real friends. Like when, when the world is dropped on your head and you have no idea how to carry that weight or how to explain something that happened or how to just even continue those people that you think about calling that, you're like, okay, I know they won't do anything or I know they're not going to rip me or I know they got me. Like, those are your real friends, bro. Like, that even if it's one person even if it's like oh i can call 20 like yeah those are the people that you can call like yeah no like i totally agree with that i 
I thought I had a big list of people that I could call. And I remember a specific time. I'll touch on that next episode. But, you know, I was feeling down and I tried calling all these people. They were, you know, at work or they were doing something. And I came to this name and I called him and I was talking to him. And I thought he was understanding what I was saying, you know, being there for me. And then, you know, a couple of days go by and I found out that he's telling all these people everything that I just told him. And, you know, that's shitty of him. You know, you got to find these people that will be there for you and support you. And, you know, if you tell them, hey, don't, you know, don't be spreading this shit. You know, don't be telling people this shit. I'm, I trust you with this. You know, you got to figure out who those people are. And as soon as you find out who those people are, you'll become happier because you know that you can trust them and you can tell them anything. Yeah. And there's like two quotes. I'm a man of quotes tonight. Like <laughs> there's two quotes that are reminding me of. The first one is like, I'm sure everyone has heard this one. It's like, it's better to have four quarters than a hundred pennies. Like when you think about that in a friend aspect, like yeah. I'd rather have four real ones than a hundred fake ones, you know? Like, yeah, totally. Like I you just agree with that. 100%. Remember, your, remember your real ones. And then yeah. the other one was like, it's, this one's kind of stupid, but <laughs> should have quit while I was ahead. Um, if you have a lock and there's a million keys that open it, that's a bad lock. But if you have a, a lock that has a million keys, or wait, no, I think I fucked it up. <laughs> Basically, it's like if you have a lock that opens a million keys, that's a good key. Or I said it back. I did it again, man. Yeah, we've been drinking. If you, got a, if you got a key that opens a million locks, you got a good key. Yeah, there it is. So... Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's the that's the quote. Like, so yeah, I apologize for fucking up that quote, but <laughs> I guess uh, one other thing we wanted to talk about was how I like I personally have coped and Joel kind of going on his in his episode and a little bit now, but um, one way I've kind of recently started to solve any problem that's kind of faced me is uh, daily devotions. Um, I've begun, like, I'll never push religion on this episode or on this podcast, like, ever. Like, you believe in what you believe in. But for me, like, I, I am Catholic. I do believe in uh, God. So from me personally, I've been trying to get closer to him from a religion standpoint. And I feel that lately, everything I've gone through, like, he's helped me understand things that we can't control. I guess understand is probably the wrong word because there's a lot of things in life that, you know, you want to have go a certain way or sometimes you've got to learn to, you know, let go and let God do what he does. And I've seen a lot of great results from people doing that. And I just keep telling myself, you know, like pressure makes diamonds, you know, and it's tough. Like, I'll tell you this, like, like it fucking hurts. Like when people like people don't get burned out in life by what they do, they get burned out in life because life makes them forget why they do it. And that seems to be one of the most common things that people kind of forget is their why. Like I'm nowhere near perfect. And like, I'm sure you can agree. Like this is like, that's a problem that everyone struggles with. Um, forgetting like your will, like, reading your why that like most likely always leads to some sort of breakdown in the future or like second guessing. And one of the biggest mistakes that I know I make, like, I, like, I won't speak for you, but like, um, when you're in the midst of going through something, like I try and think of like, why, like, why did I get put through this? 
Yeah. Why is why do I have to change? Why is God doing this for me? Like, like I don't understand it. And you're never gonna understand it. You know, like in the future you may, or you may like kind of get it, or why God had you go through something. You you're never gonna fully understand it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it fucking sucks because you know when you're going through hell, you're like, yeah. what the fuck, God? Like, why? Like, yeah. Can't like why does it have to happen? But like. You're, you're never going to understand it. And when you focus on just surviving whatever you're going through and not just understanding it, and you put your focus on surviving and getting past it, that when you get through that difficult-ass part, you can kind of look back, you know, and just be like, let me, let me pick up the pieces, you know, and, like, weather that storm, you know, like, don't stop, never, like, keep your head down, keep pressing, and... Like, put your trust in something that you believe in. Like, if you don't have, like, something like religion or anything, like, put it in your friends, put it in your family, put it in the things you love. Like, but from, like, from my perspective, I'm, like, I was, I was on the phone with someone, um, like, a while back, and I was kind of telling them, like, kind of everything that was happening with me, and, like, I was, like, I'm not right, you know, blah, 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 like, you know, the typical, like, low conversation and he like he's like i got a couple questions for you but he's like they're rhetorical like don't don't answer them and i'm like what kind of fucking thing is that like <laughs> you're telling me not to answer a fucking question and he's like dude like i know you're spiritual i know you thank god and like all that stuff like you pray he's like what happens when god says no like do you have do you have the ability in your mind to accept the things you don't understand and still see God's plan when it's not the way you wanted it to go. Like, Holy shit. <laughs> like when God's like when God's sitting in your ear, like, I need you to go this way, but you're sitting there like, no, motherfucker, I gotta go this yeah. way. Like, I don't why do you why do I need to go that way? Yeah. Like, like good people go through some crazy ass shit. And like, this is what I understand. Like, some people, like you go into some people's life, you know, they're a blessing or a lesson kind of thing. Like some people don't need you to preach a sermon to them. They need you to teach them one. Like yeah. you never truly know like the impact or the, the way you're going to leave something on someone's mind or in their life. Like you don't know the impact you'll make only they will, they will know that and, or what they will remember you for. But if you just follow God's plan for you and not necessarily ask the why question and just trust him when he's like, I need you to go this way. Like, you'll the impact will always be good if you just follow your heart and follow what he has from store for you and follow your dreams and stay true to you you know and like the only thing i ask like anyone who's listening no matter how, how talented beautiful loving you are like never let life make you forget why you started something in the first place because at some point your commitment to what you started is always going to be tested whether that be you know like a new year's resolution or like getting in the gym, studying for a test, um, even like long-term things like relationship, a marriage. Like I know like everyone who's probably listening to this is fucking college. Like what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about a marriage for? But no matter what you commit yourself to, it will always be tested. And like everything is good when you first start that, like when you first start a diet or when you first start anything, you know, like you're all excited, you hit something, you're going to you you got it, you know. Like you're like, oh my, st my my stability's up. Like I'm ready for it. But at some point, that shit's gonna get tested. And staying true to what you said you would do, 
long after the mood in which you set it in has left, that's fucking commitment, you know? Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we already know what to do. Like, I'm getting spiritual as fuck, but, like, we already know what to do when God says yes. But, like, the question, like, like, after this podcast, like, if you've made it this far, obviously it's meant something. But, like, the question I want you to ask yourself after this podcast is, like, what will you do when God says no? Like, how will you bounce back? Like, will you stay on God's path and try and correct the wrongs you've made? Because, like, God has places he wants to take you or things he wants to teach or show you. And, like, you have to let him show you those things or teach you those lessons. And if, like, you're just like, you know what, fuck it, I got myself, I'm good, I don't need nobody. You'll never learn them. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's, that was a, that was a lot. To <laughs> I was right I was there. rolling right there. I was just, no, that was that was good. That was good. I got another quote if you want to hear it. <laughs> go, go for it. Yeah, I've been a man of quotes, man. This quote app, like I don't, I don't even know, man. It's hey, quotes are good. They, you know, it's inspiration. It's yeah. Like I got a whiteboard in my room that I've been writing on, and yeah. it's when you write down things, it kind of helps you you know, push yourself to them because you're reminded consistently. Yeah. Honestly, I think my favorite quote, and it's probably cheesy as fuck, but, you know, by the goat, the goat himself, Matthew McConaughey, you just got to keep living, man. L-I-V-I-G-M. Yeah. So there, there's so many. I spelled living wrong as you hear that. <laughs> there's so many ways that you can take that. And that's why I love this quote because, you know, if you're having a good day, if you're having a bad day, you know, you can hear the quote or read the quote and you can take, you know, put your own spin on it and it can mean something to you. And that's why I love it. And I want to get, you know, a marker or something and write on my mirror. You just got to keep that's, living, man. Yeah. Like writing it down to where it's not like when you write it down and somewhere you're going to see it, you know, you keep thinking about it. And that's one thing I've done. Like I know you said uh, you started journaling, which you'll kind of talk more about. In the next one but like like i said we said before find that outlet and yeah. like one thing we're gonna leave you with like anyone who knows me and joel man knows we wear our heart on our sleeve and we hate seeing people down we hate seeing people fight those battles by themselves because they can get hard and it can be a dark tunnel and you take so long time to see the light um but like we're not perfect we're going through our own we're fighting our own demons right now so no matter what you go through, just keep loving, keep pressing, keep fighting, keep that head down. And if you need help, ask. We, me and Joe will never turn nobody yeah, away, exactly. but ask those friends that you thought of when you're like, okay, shit hits the fan, who do I call? Ask those people, hit them yeah. up. They're yeah. not going to turn you away. And if they do, they weren't your true friend to begin with. Yeah, I, I, I don't hold a grudge against anybody. You know, if you did me wrong in the past, you know, kind of shitty on you, but I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, if someone's well, going through something, just hit me up. I don't, I'll talk about shit for hours. I don't give like if you got something on your mind, hit me with it, and I'll give you you know my opinion about it. If you don't like my opinion, okay, I'll go fuck myself. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, just keep living, man. Just like he said, L I V I. I spelled it wrong, bro. <laughs> All right, have a good one, y'all. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Appreciate it. All love.